Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You got the touch. Stan Bush here, and you're about to transform and roll out only on the GeekCast Radio Network. Welcome to All Things Transformers. I'm your host, Steve Megatron, and joining me on this adventure into the Transformers fandom is TFG1 Mike. Hello. Hello. How are you? Feeling prime. (laughs) Something different. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, we are recording this, folks, Monday, May. uh, May. Wow. It's don't don't time travel us. Stop Monday, snorting whatever May. you're snorting. <laughs> it's not the good Monday. stuff. No, it's it. No. So we are recording this Monday, April 11th, 2022. And because I, I don't know, I pay attention to the Transformers news, but I don't pay attention to all of it. Mm-hmm. So this episode will air Tuesday, April 12th, 2022. Because there's going to be a Transformers and Power Rangers Fan First Tuesday. So, once again, folks, all the news we're about to talk about and have fun with discussing and everything else, it's all old stuff that everyone else has already talked about for the most part, except for the like the most recent stuff. And then there's this. So I mentioned a couple episodes ago how we're always behind and we will always be behind. Now, you said to me off-air that some of the Transformers Fan First Tuesday event things from April 12th have already been leaked. Yep. The reason why I even bring this, the whole event up, is because what I enjoy about the Hasbro Fan First whatever is that we see the people that are either behind the scenes or working on whatever or, you know, you get to, like... As kids, we never got to know. I mean, you know, we go to the toy store. Yay, toys are here. As, for, well, at least in my case, 40-something, you know, adults and doing podcasting for 14 years, you kind of have to keep up with the stuff. And it's really nice to see and hear what the team says of how things went into whatever they're going to, you know what I mean? Like, you, you I know what's I, funny I, about I, all that? Like for being, uh, for being as engrossed in the franchise as we are, I honestly mm-hmm. don't care to hear the Hasbro people talk because I just want to see the stuff that I want to see. And mm-hmm. for the most part, everything gets leaked before it's like coming out anyway. And so it, it makes does. it all moot. Like their whole, their whole fan first thing. Mm-hmm. If if nothing new shows up in it, it's a total mm-hmm. waste of time. 
the only thing that I am I'm hoping shows up tomorrow in that mm-hmm. whole diatribe that they're gonna do is Dragon Tarantulas. Oh tarantulas, yes. Because uh they're doing wave two, which means mm-hmm. we should see the new tarantulas. Now yep. the funny thing about it is uh I've I've heard rumors that it's while it's his season one form, it's his season two weapon instead. Mm-hmm. So instead of the grappling hook, that signature of season one, he's going to have like the chain gun, or not the right. chain gun, but the spinner gun wheel thing, which the, I think is yep. stupid. It's no different than what they did to Cheetor. But I that's again that's a rumor. But I I I don't care about season one tarantulas i know that a lot of people don't have the original one or don't have the 10th anniversary and those both insanely mm-hmm. are insanely priced i'm waiting for wave three where inferno will show mm-hmm. up and the dragon megatron uh, yeah. because that that to me is what i'm really waiting for although wave three should be coming when around the time of the end of the second quarter beginning of the third quarter so i'm suspecting early june we'll be seeing that released anyway like the the knowledge of it or at least the leaks because a lot of the stuff yeah. has been leaked yeah i don't i this will come up later in this episode but i'm not a, i've never been a fan of spiders i think the only spider i ever liked in my entire life was charlotte it just in general it's just not my thing and season 1 tarantulas creeps me the hell yes. out i i like season 2 it, tarantulas because he's transmetal and doesn't look real yeah, and I like season two tarantulas because he's basically a chopper. He's yeah. basically a giant spider bike. And <laughs> then you get to black arachnia, and that's just totally different scenario. Yeah, that's a whole other other thing. Sort him out now. Sort him out later. All of her modes, I do not mind. All all of her uh, not modes. Um, all of her designs from first appearance to her transmetal blue to her even her alternate for her alternate color when she in season one when she got on top yep. of the obelisk yep. you know and then you get to beast machines and the only thing that creeped me out about the beast machines design is when they do the slow motion pan over over her opening her eyes and i'm like <laughs> yeah but other than that yeah no season two tarantulas transmetal tarantulas is awesome just to wrap up the fan first tuesday that's coming as you're hearing this april 12th 2022 it will be at 11 a.m eastern time on their youtube channel as they take over the stream with franchise news and product reveals that are more than meets the eye so yay and I know you don't care to hear from them. I do Wait, because I want to know. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, I don't mind the Hasbro people. I don't like necessarily like half the commentary that the people are just spewing. Like the, like from the, from the people that aren't even related to the product team. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like the, the guy that runs it, Ben, whatever his name is. And then the one designer that they usually have on there, Evan, I like hearing from them because they are Hasbro and Evan, one of the toy designers, he seems really, really cool. And he's just so excited about it. Like I remember when he was showing off whatever it was, insert kingdom rod. Yeah, it was, that's what it was. It was kingdom Rodimus. Uh, he had a, you know, a, a base prototype at the time, in his hand for one of the fan first transformer events. And I just enjoyed hearing him be so excited for it. Just like I knew all of us were going Mm -hmm. to be so excited for it. So that's why I like seeing some of these fan first events. Up next, we have transformers cyberverse volcanicus concept art by Eric Siebenhaler. This is the Dinobot combiner. And it looks cool. I just don't know about the like the robot mode. I love. I absolutely love the the, the combined robot mode. But the fact that the combiner can transform into a dinosaur mode 
it just looks weird. Yeah, I don't I don't care for the vehicle or the the beast mode essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the the robot mode, I know they did this in the animated series. Yeah. Yeah, I love the robot mode, and I, I love that sword. That sword is awesome. That screams Grimlock. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, the whole, not necessarily the whole robot mode, but... It mostly screams like, Grimlock. Mostly. I would say the feet kind of scream Slug. The chest kind of screams Swoop because of the bird head and whatever it's supposed to be. And then obviously the robot head is absolutely a, a Grimlock type thing. And then the arms and whatever else. It's a really cool design. It's, it's very interesting to see what they did with that. Up next, we have the legacy leader Galvatron in hand, in hand images and comparison shots. <laughs> So, gunk versus no gunk? <laughs> yeah. Like I said, if I ever get one of these, it's going to be the reformatted version. Now, don't don't get I, me wrong. I I love that one too. Uh, yeah, I, I like the I like the Galvatron that has the. You know the gritty, the damage stuff on them too, mm-hmm. but it just looks weird in some instances. Like it just looks like somebody randomly splotted paint in some yeah. of it. Which you know, okay, whatever. I do like the the plain one too. Yeah, a lot. I like the plain one more. I do like the plain one more, and honestly, I for how many times they re-released the Megatron mold. Mm-hmm. Like it was like six times, I think, with different repaints or different levels of detail. Right. It was ridiculously bad, like on every one of them, except for the yeah. premium finish and right. the G2. And the G2 even yep. had things wrong with it that weren't, uh, weren't, they didn't mod anything. It was just a repaint. It's like strict repaint. Right. So it, it, a lot of people that want the G2 Megatron are kind of mad about that, including the ones that are mad about the, uh, the, the core class one that's coming out that's repainted of the kingdom uh, core class Megatron. Right. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I am looking forward to that figure too, but yeah. when it comes to Galvatron, I'm surprisingly, I surprisingly like this figure a lot. Yeah. And I'm not a too. huge Galvatron fan. I'm more of a Megatron fan, but right. Honestly, this one screams like awesome. Whereas yeah. I don't get that vibe from the Megatron ones. Yeah, no. I mean, the only Megatron one, and we'll talk about it later, that I kind of get a a cool vibe from is, again, there's – I believe it's in the Red series. And, again, we will talk about that later in this episode. But, like, the reformatted – again, like you, do I want animation accurate? Yes, absolutely. If I was collecting actual Transformers figures and not just Funko and whatever else, if I'm going to get a – leader class Galvatron. I want it to be for me personally, as unique as you can possibly get it to be. And for me, like seeing at six, seven, eight, nine years old in the eighties, seeing that reform, like seeing, you know, the inside of Megatron's skull and seeing the reformat design happen. Like, that's my, do I love this one that's absolutely, you know, plain, no damage, no, no, oh, yeah. no scars? Yes, yep, absolutely. And the other thing is, what I love about it is, if you look at the, so the starting image is of the of the plain one with no damage. And yep. then they go to the one where it's the two robots. The next one is the two cannons. The one on the right... I hope nobody's – I'm going to give people a minute because I hope nobody's drinking anything because I'm going to say something raunchy. Okay. The one on the right looks like he has jizz about to come out of his cannon. The one on the left looks correct. <laughs> uh, yeah. It, there's something there at the very tip Yeah, I of, have it. Yeah. And it's, and and it's always like, bothered me. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
Granted, mine doesn't look like Galvatron anymore, but <laughs> true. I mean, you're you're in the process, and we'll talk about that later too. You're in the process of. Doing Although your- I wouldn't mind another Galvatron, to be honest, just because of how interesting <laughs> he is. Yeah, I, I do I like the character, yeah. like the the yeah. figure. It's they've done an awesome job with it, and it stands out heads yeah. and tails above, it, even for show accuracy. Like, oh yeah, there's there's a probably a couple of paint apps they could have done. Probably, but honestly, it doesn't need it. No, it's like it's like the Tigatron figure to me like that one. Yeah, I could put a little bit of silver in a couple places, but it really doesn't need anything. No, it doesn't. Yeah, I absolutely love this. And what I love about this, you were mentioning earlier about how many times they use the Megatron mold and whatever and whatever and whatever. They have used the leader class Galvatron mold. I want to say, let's see, we've got these two, we've got reformatted, and then we got the. T- They've used it four different times. No, they haven't. They've, They've got- only used it three. They've got this one, the battle damage, and then the the reformatted, like translucent purple looking one. And then the toy accurate one. Oh yeah, yep. The yep. toy color, the toy repaint. Yep. Yeah, so yeah, the original. Four. Yep, so four. Yeah, yeah, I forgot yeah. about that one. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like you have this, the you have the regular plane animated one. You have the battle damage gunk on on one. You have the toy accurate one. Which, as a kid, this is why I love this Galvatron so much. As a kid, I was so disappointed in the when original. My mom got me Galvatron because it was. I'm like, that's not what he looks like in the movie. Well, all I can say is. What colors are these? Yeah. You know? So, but yeah, no, Galvatron. Absolutely love it. Absolutely is amazingly well done. And thank you, Hasbro. Up next, we have Takara Tomy's pre-orders for September 22, Legacy Laser Optimus Prime. Which is funny because uh, he's showing up in retail for Hasbro right now. Mm, yeah all over the place i yeah. and this is another one that i'd love to get my hands on <laughs> mm-hmm. it, uh, it's very plain from a paint perspective yeah like it's very plain compared to granted i think i've forgotten what the original earthrise prime looks like mm-hmm. because i repainted him uh gt <laughs> colors Right. And I added all the yellow details and all the, the stuff that should have been there that wasn't. That Hasbro was like, oh, we're too cheap to change it. So uh, this is what we're doing. <laughs> um, so I, I really like Laser Prime. His yeah. trailer is kind of mediocre for me. I like I, the trailer. I like it. I, I like it. I like it as a trailer. As a base, I hate it. It's. Like, as a base, it is totally pointless compared to the original trailer. Right. Whereas uh, yeah, this one, I love it as the tanker. Yep. And I I really like how it comes together with his robot mode, which is or his uh, vehicle mode, which is funny because he's got the flames like the Michael Bay. Yep. yep. And, then, and then you get him in robot mode, and I love the head sculpt. I love the design. I love the translucent chest that opens up for the Matrix, and then the yep. the symbolism of the chest that he mm-hmm. has to the old Peter Bolt built, uh, you know, flat face semi that that he was, and the similarities right. there, like his his torso and his you know upper thighs are basically the same, and then everything else is kind of different. And then I, I like the translucent weapons. So wait a minute. How did they do that? The what? Okay, so I'm looking at him in robot mode. It's the second. It's it's the picture. It's the first picture after the base. Yeah. Okay. It's where he's got his his missile silos up and he's looking up into the sky about to fire on somebody. I see what you're talking about about the flat cab chest with it's, the translucent. It's, it's dis- face down when he's in vehicle mode. Uh, just judging by by what I can tell by looking at him the uh, the cab of the the semi truck stays on his back and doesn't move and the head folds okay inside. the head folds inside and then the, right and then the arm portions fill in the gaps okay i see yeah yeah, yeah. for the cab i'm like yeah 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 cuz i'm like wait a minute it's gr- i love that he has a flat cab chest but that chest 
on the or the 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 front of the truck is like holy crap a badonka dunk kind of thing because holy wow like that's two completely different things mm-hmm. and I think that's great about it because you have two very different designs in robot mode and in vehicle mode. Yep, and I I really like it. I I, I uh, he comes with the Matrix too. He's got you know that nice aesthetic he's got the like the missile mm-hmm. launchers on his shoulders that that open up which is basically just the underside of the cab and yeah. i i really really like this figure and i've seen like i've seen the what is it the generations one that came out years ago that was a deluxe mm-hmm. and yep. it looks it looks terrible uh, by <laughs> comparison and and then you look at the original that came out during the generation two era yeah they, it looks pretty close to this one Yep. There's a little bit of different stickering and details, but this one is is really nice. And I think it would be great if they had him without the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just saying. Yeah, or, no, or, or I mean, or make a core version of him. Yep. You know, a core, a core version class. that that or a, you know, a core class that goes with their G2 version of Megatron. Yeah, absolutely. Up next, we have Jada Toys G1 Transformers diecast nano figure multi-pack found at U.S. Retail. This pack of 18 diecast G1 figurines. Each, interesting. Yeah, each four centimeters tall. The pack includes Optimus Prime, Bumblebee, Cliff Jumper, Sunstreaker, Prowl, Jazz, RC, Sideswipe, Ironhide, Wheeljack, Hot Rod, Ultra Magnus, Megatron, Soundwave, Shockwave, Starscream, Thundercracker, and Skywarp. Yeah, this looks really, really cool. I mean, it looks interesting. It was spotted at Walmart in Texas, oh, in uh, in Arkansas, and it was priced at twelve dollars. Eighteen diecast figurines for twelve bucks—that's an awesome deal. I mean, and if you're not wanting to transform them anyway, it's great. Exactly. Yeah. If if you're someone like me who just wants the character and just wants to display the character, yeah, this is awesome. This is really, really fun. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Very, very cool. Up next, we have... I didn't even watch this, and I probably won't watch it, but we have a video from RoboSen Transformers. So they're doing something else or something new or something no, or other. The, it's the the video for the auto-converting. Oh, okay. This it's is just so... showing. The, it's just showing the upcoming new, you know, collaboration between the company and them, and then has okay. Prime and some kind of like dark scenery, and then lights and shadows, and three cars coming at him, and then yep. you see it turn, and you see more of the plastic figure, you know, metal and plastic figures show up, and yep. yeah. So it's just uh, the official reveal. Yeah. And then we have APC Toys Transformers Prime Arachnid Color Prototype. I gotta look at your souvenir case. You mean my trophies? I collect endangered species. Of course, they aren't really endangered until they meet me. I don't know how you feel about Arachnid, but as I mentioned earlier, I'm usually creeped out by spiders. Well, she turns into not only that, but a robot mode and... A helicopter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's essentially a triple changer, yeah. really. So, I mean, I mean she makes yeah. it less creepy. Yeah, and her spider mode is really cool. It's I just really basically her that. folded up. Well, yes, but I mean, still, it's it. It was really, really cool and creepy in the cartoon because she's voiced by Gina Torres, and Gina Torres is amazing, and she did great stuff with that character in that show. And yeah, I mean. Very, very, very cool. And then we get into the Studio Series 86 behind-the-scenes and development info. This is kind of interesting. This is the kind of stuff that I kind of want to see from Hasbro to see the the behind-the-scenes things. Yeah, I don't mind that. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, to be honest, I I enjoy the behind the scenes imagery of the the figures and the designs ahead of time. Yeah, it's just because I I kind of like the art aspect. Yep. To see what they did, mm-hmm. I can't imagine how easy these would be, or how difficult in some instances, and easy in others. And then you know having to graft it in CAD from a drawing. Yeah. And then <laughs> make all these different parts and make it auto convert. <laughs> yep. Yeah, but I mean the designs are amazing. Yeah, they're spot on to the movie. Oh, absolutely. And I th- and obviously that's the point of the Studio Series 86 line is that they want again what we have been screaming for for almost 40 years. Show accuracy. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. And the sad thing is, I, in some cases in these drawings, I almost want the drawing more than the actual... Because in most of these pictures, they're showing you a side-by-side of what what the, draw, what the design was, like Retgar versus yeah. what the actual CAD-looking figure... Like, the Retgar design, it's whatever i mean it's a not you know but just looking at the design compared to the figure it's like oh i'll take the figure but like some of these jazz that jazz car design you see the the drawing up top on the left of the car and then you see the actual and i'm like i'll take the drawing <laughs> i think the drawing will look cooler than and obviously they're gonna paint jazz up to make him look the way he's supposed to look i still don't like the 14 i know that's a nitpick and whatever but it just whatever is what it is. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's so nice to see these behind the scenes things. Now, a couple of fans toys, masterpiece things here. We have masterpiece toy, accurate grim, uh, not uh, Galvatron and uh, uh, fans, toys, masterpiece, Astro train. The Galvatron looks pretty good. Actually. The Galvatron, I've never, as I said already, I've never been a fan of toy accurate Galvatron because the toy colors are just garish to me and it's not. But yeah, this is the first time, just like the reformatted version of the of the legacy of the, the kingdom, what whatever, you know what I'm talking about. Yep. Like, I kind of want this because this looks so freaking cool. It really does. And all of these things, I think this is, like I said, the first time in almost 40 years that I actually now dig this toy design. And it's because of the fans toys. Well, and and you look at it, he's got posable fingers. He's got, Mm -hmm. you know, everything is, is very posable. Like the, the face colors, that dark gray, like that granite and then the orange (laughs) eyes and, uh, you know, the yeah. white helmet and he just looks interesting, mm-hmm. but in a good way. Like I, I, I find the more that these third party companies come out with their own rendition of something and mm-hmm. the closer Hasbro gets to it, uh, you know, Hasbro puts a new spin on them sometimes. And sometimes they go for show accuracy, just kind of depends on the figure. But uh, a lot of the time, the fan oriented third party companies, knock it mm-hmm. out of the park and yeah and they often do better than hasbro and not only plastic quality but color co- quality <laughs> yeah and i i like the posability of this i like the uh the bendable knee uh the knee pads that they kind of sh- fold up with the the upper thigh portion right and you know the poses that you can put these in and i mean it's like comparing Power the Prime's Optimal Optimus with Transart Optimal Optimus. Mm-hmm. Transart Optimal Optimus is hands down the best one. And, you know, there's another one that, there's another company that has their own, it's it's a unique spin on Optimal, so it's like very bulky and mm-hmm. more in scale with what a masterpiece should be, whereas the Transart one isn't. But, right. But at the same time, you look at the original Optimal, and mm-hmm. it's still it it doesn't have the the quality of like the head sculpt or some of the other details that are in the Power of the Primes. Mm-hmm. But the original is still better in some ways. But yeah, the 
looking at what they came out with power of the primes and then comparing it to the trans art one, it's, it's hands down. There's no competition. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I mean, third parties so... are knocking it out of the park and yeah, I, I like this Astro train. Yeah, up next is the Masterpiece Astro Train. This is Fans Toys FT44JP and FT44US Tomas or Thomas. Thomas the Astro Train engine. And it's both versions. It's the Japanese version, which is the black and white that looks more like an actual train and shuttle. And then the US version, which is the purple and white. black and white. You know. I, and I the like interesting thing. Yeah, I, I do. I, I really do. I, I would probably have... I like the purple one the, better, but... Yep. Now, the thing with the purple one is, and may... No, I am remembering this wrong. I thought he was all purple, but I remember him having the black... Yep, and white panels. Mo- well, the yeah, the white panels, I always... Yeah, but, like, I thought the actual overall U.S. train version was always all purple, but I remember now that it, it was never that way. I think, again, this is the first time I've actually liked the Japanese one just for the the train, basic black, white, and there's a little bit of red for the window. So, yeah, very, very awesome with this. Is this the fate of the mighty Decepticon Empire? In the days of Megatron, it was not like this. You mean Galvatron? And then we have the possible first look at Legacy Motormaster and Shattered Glass Blaster along with Legacy Blitzwing in package images. I do- Okay, so we've talked about recently the open window boxes. Yep. And removing of heads and taking of things and whatever. Yeah, they, they didn't learn anything because people are think- actually starting to take the stuff. Yeah, I know. Now, Motormaster is different. He's bigger, but the the shattered glass blaster. Oh, that's yeah. Is, that's there's true. an open window, and people people oh, feel in the head. And what what I find funny is, yeah, I get that they're trying to be economical with the whole, you know, making sure people can't steal. Yeah, but I feel like that plastic, clear plastic window just makes it more appealing for somebody to want it. And pay oh yeah. Whereas yeah. if you don't have it, they're just gonna be like, "Oh, I can stick my hand in there," even though like all the aisles, all the toy aisles now have like cameras hanging above the middle of the aisle. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's funny, and uh, so I, I wonder to some degree like what what is happening when when these people do that. But I don't know. I, I don't get the. It creates it creates more of that cost increase issue. Yep. Which we're all feeling. Yep. I do like the Motormaster, though. Uh, from what... I, I know we don't see the robot mode, but I know that they're building Menasaur for the combiners. Yeah. Uh, and then the, the Shattered Glass Blaster looks kind of neat with the, the black, the silver, and the light teal. I, I'm not a fan of the teal. I'm not a fan of it, but I'm not a fan of shattered glass either. So right, but even even for shattered glass for blaster, I just don't like the teal. And then even though so the re, so in, in the show notes, folks that nobody really sees, but Steve and I, I titled the next story "Terrifying Pterosaur" because I'm sorry, Transformers Buzzworthy Bumblebee. Really, they're putting this in the Bumblebee. Subline. So we have what what the deal is with this is is like the original was an Amazon exclusive that was also right. Hasbro Pulse and also uh, it, I think it's on BBTS or something now or one of the other ones. But regardless, the they were planning on coming out. Now what's funny is there's two more Terrorsaurs coming. There's this one and then there's the original re-release, like the reissue. Yep. And this one is color accurate and decal accurate to the original toy that came out. Yeah. And so looking like the, the reason why they release it under the buzzworthy bumblebee is because that's a target exclusive line. And so like the studio series 86 cup got re-released under the buzzworthy bumblebee line as 
cup with a slight repaint yep. and they've done that with other figures too. So this, this is their method of kind of throwing it under that same umbrella. And I, what I like about this figure is the, the colors pop mm-hmm. like the yellow that's on for the, the little spotting and then the black that's on him in a couple of yep. places in the purple. What I don't like about him, however, is the gun doesn't stand out from the figure. No, it doesn't. It blends in. It blends in way too much. They used the brighter red, which don't get me wrong. I like that. The darker red, the more subtle, like kind of maroonish red that they used on the Amazon exclusive looks much better on this figure. Although I feel like they could have done a little bit of like part swapping and, and mm. what I mean by that is the the Amazon one and this one, they could have had a little bit of a combination of the two reds to kind of give it some depth and had the silver. And there's yeah. actually some dark, uh, like where the, the part of the torso is where it's black. Yep. That is more of a, like a graphite metallic on like for show accuracy. And right, they could yeah. have put that on the other one. And it, yeah, it's just some of the color choices they make on these are, are real, real interesting. Yeah. And, and I question the them, but yeah. I, I feel like if you weren't able to get your hands on the other pterosaur and you just have to have a pterosaur and it doesn't matter the colors, this gives you your way of doing it. But I, the beast mode looks absolutely atrocious in the gun, like between the head of the beast mode and the gun, it, it looks the worst between the two. My God, what the, okay. So it's like, it's terrible. There's it. it, Yeah. So I am on the picture, the close up picture of the two heads side by side. Oh, beast mode. No robot mode. Okay. So everyone that is listening to the sound of my voice that has heard me in the last 14 years knows that black and purple are my number one favorite colors. That purple robot head is ugly as frig on this. No, that's not. I've no, just no. And then getting to the beast mode. That looks worse. Yeah. You can't even see the face, really. No. Yeah. Well, the thing is, the reason why you can't see the face is it's all red. Instead yeah. of having the 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 more show accurate, and I get it, they're going for toy accuracy. They're trying to. Oh, oh I saw the close up of the robot. Oh God, that is just the blood is just bleeding through my monitor. Oh no, yeah. So terrifying pterosaur is really what I'm going to call this thing. And I, I like <laughs> the other version that, especially because I repainted him and he's show accurate now. <laughs> It, it looks awesome. I yeah, and, and all they had to do was add some more silver and some metallic paint and some yellow, and some spots, and they would have had show accurate accurate pterosaur. <laughs> yep. I've seen the the toy hacks, the repro labels mm-hmm. for for the other pterosaur, the Amazon release, and it does add some shine and some depth to aspects of yep. it, like the head and some of the some of the arm, but. Some of the other ones, I think they're just trying to accentuate what's already there rather than make yeah. it show accurate, which which is fine. But I was like, I can repaint it and it looks exactly the you know like I want, or I get the repro labels like like, and, and that would be a fun discussion on what would you put repro labels on and what would you not. But yep. we can talk about that at a different time. Yep. And then we get into the Transformers red Galvatron in hand images. <laughs> My favorite photo of this is the the three mm-hmm. in the same photo. Megatron uh, uh, and then and then reformatting and then Galvatron. Yep. And yeah, that's my favorite one too. Because and they put them in the same pose. Yep. And transitioned it just right and it, it looks fine and you know you yep. can see where the similarities came in but uh what i also like about it is this figure they included the that uh that hex wall mm-hmm. that when you you put it in front of him it looks like he's being digitally scanned mm-hmm. 
like so it stands and you can make yep. it look like he's being scanned in to to reveal the the character yeah i i don't know about you but like i personally don't like the red line in as far as the I, one stuff but only mm. because and it has nothing to do with the transformation it has to do with the or the lack thereof it has to do with i while it's trying to be as show accurate as possible like i, I find like the more squared off ones like prime megatron and Soundwave mm-hmm. and Starscream look pretty show accurate, but the rest of them kind of look like Primal looked really good for a beast. Cheetor, and I don't really like this Galvatron, to be honest. Yeah, I, I there's like something I said, wonky with it, and I can't tell what it is. Like I like the 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 Megatron that's being scanned and has the translucent purple. I like the main Megatron, yeah. but I don't like the Galvatron. Yeah, I don't like the Galvatron either. Uh, <laughs> I will say, though, that with the Galvatron, so if you start it at the best picture, which is the three of them in the pose, and you go to the right, you see Galvatron holding up the Matrix, and then you see him with Megatron's head in his hand. I'm like, alas, poor Yorick, I knew him well. I'm like, it's it's Galvatron talking to himself as, you know, through Shakespeare or something because holy crap. <laughs> yeah, I'm generally not a fan of the red line. Like I said, the only thing I'm really a mark for is that that reformatted design because I, I just think that's so cool. I do agree, though, and I like how they put the 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 transition wall pieces or whatever they are. I think that's really cool. So, yeah. Up next we have, Oh, this is, uh, this is more of, this is Transformers legacy deluxe wild rider and leader blitzwing official reveal. So we finally have the official reveal mm-hmm. and we've already talked about blitzwing. Blitzwing is blitzwing wild rider. I'm not too sure about that robot mode, but that car mode is really cool. I I don't mind the robot mode, to be honest. Mm-hmm. It, it's kind of reminiscent. Like I can tell how it transforms kind of by looking at it. It kind of reminds me of the the Titans Return or the the Headmaster reissues or not reissues the uh, forget what they're called. But anyways, I, I have the the Headmaster Chrome Dome. Right. And it, how the transformation works with the, the twisting the waist and how the legs kind of fold into themselves and pop open. I, I kind of see that working the same way yeah. to, to transform it. And it, it's, it looks like a very similar transformation, to be honest, with just a reshelling of the, the exterior because they're very similar shape. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I like the, the vehicle mode. It kind of reminds me of Kit. <laughs> but, uh, might be a fun yeah. repaint, but you know, repainted his kit and and you know, repaint the robot mode, change the head or something, and yeah. But yeah, I mean, I I kind of like it, but it's not something I would go out and get my hands on. It kind of remi- the the car mode kind of, and I mean, I know it's Wild Rider, and that's fine, but the car mode kind of reminds me of the. I believe it was called the Raven. It was the repainted version of the Matt Tracker car from the old mask line. So the, the Thunderhawk, which is Matt Tracker's car, because heaven forbid anyone listening to the sound of my voice, and I don't say the correct thing, whatever. But the Thunderhawk that Matt Tracker had, Venom, the enemy people, had something called Raven, and it was basically a black repaint, and it, it did a few different things than the Thunderhawk did, but that's what this kind of reminds me of. And you're right. I mean, you could essentially repaint this as as Kit, and it would look cool. If they ever do a Kit Transformer at all, I want that car mode to be as accurate to the 1980s Trans Am as it possibly can be. That's my only... I don't know how you would do a kit robot mode as far as, like, what you would do for the head or the design of the... Like, the, the, the torso, the legs, whatever. As long as that car mode is, is Trans Am 1982 to 86 accurate, good, fine, whatever. Night Industries 2000, this is your new command center. 
Do you read? Yes, I read you, Command Center. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back with some movie and TV news after this. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Like science fiction? Of course you do or you wouldn't be listening to the GeekCast Radio Network. Well, the Mark Who 42 Universe podcast is an award-winning sci-fi radio show that's been around for over 10 years. We cover everything from Doctor Who to the MCU to pop culture and everything in between. A new show drops on Tuesday mornings on the GCRN website and all of the major podcast platforms. So listen to the Mark Who 42 Universe podcast from the universe and beyond. What was that universal greeting again? Never mind, I remember. Ba weep grana, weep ninny bong. Hey guys, it's Rodimus Primal, and be sure to check out my YouTube channel. Join me as I have Transformers discussions, retrospectives, toy reviews, and more. You can also follow me on Twitter at Rodimus Primal, as well as Facebook and Instagram at Rodimus Primal Show. Transform and roll out, and be sure to check out my content till all are one. Hello all sentient beings! Want the latest on everything going on in the Transformers multiverse? Check out the Transmissions Podcast Network. We've got weekly podcasts covering everything from Alpha Trion to Omega Supreme. From old school G1 all the way up to Cyberverse and beyond. And you don't want to miss Empire of Rust, the world's first and only Transformers live play role-playing game podcast. If you love Transformers, there's something for everyone at TransmissionsPodcast.com. Discover a world of vintage and modern toys that's more than meets the eye with the Triple Takeover Toycast. Hosted by toy writers and photographers Toybox Soapbox, 6.0 and TF Square One, this informal and chilled out series of discussions cover everything from vintage Transformers to Mask, Diaclone, Microman and more, be it nostalgic or current. Whether you're a seasoned collector or a casual robot enthusiast, all are welcome. Triple Takeover Toycast. All right, folks, we are back. Before we get into the movie and TV news that I have, which is just two quick things, we were talking off-air about Beasts and what Hasbro and other companies are doing and things like that. And you you were mentioning about Dinobot. Yep. And my thing is, if I ever had a Dinobot, I would want clone Dinobot. I would not want original Dinobot. You'd want Transmetal 2. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah, if if I was getting the like show accurate, like I mm-hmm. I mean one I have Kingdom Dinobot. Right. So yeah. I I have no ambition for that, but like the only thing that that stops me with some of those, I don't want m- masterpiece scale for everything. <laughs> right. I like Megatron is one thing and yeah. even technically Rat Trap because Rat Trap is like still like <laughs> Tiny, yeah. Yeah, well, he's he's about the size of... Uh, his masterpiece would be the size of, uh, like, a head shorter than the Kingdom Dinobot, which would be about mm. in scale with figure on, you know, uh, on the show. So even that is perfectly fine. Because, right. like, I have the, the Thrilling 30 rat trap, and it fits in scale. Whereas the Kingdom yeah. one is, like... Uh, like down to like part of his thigh and it's like this is totally unrealistic on size but uh but yeah i mean i i, I know that trans trans art toys is doing uh depth charge transmetal two cheetor and transmetal two dinobot and yeah i'm intrigued by dinobot and depth charge but i don't want masterpiece scale <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely uh, in TV, in uh, movie and TV news, we have the Sunbow Marvel Archive, 
and I've pulled up uh, MP700, The Transformers Part 2, 1986-87, Sunbow Productions, Marvel Productions. So this is uh, dedicated to the preservation and showcasing of scripts, storyboards, and other production material from Sunbow Productions, Marvel Productions, and their co-production partners. This is an unofficial site that has no affiliation with blah, blah, blah. So... We had mentioned in the last news episode we did about the Flint Dilly interview thing at TFCon. So this is a part of that. This is that that collection from from those notes. And as I scroll through this, what I am really loving is at the almost at the very bottom there is one page voice cast list accurate to end of season 3. Wow. You have so many voice actor listings here with these characters. And I had (laughs) kind of forgotten that Beachcomber was Alan Oppenheimer. (laughs) Uh, But this is so cool. I love this because we get to see the script pages for a lot of the different season three stuff, specifically five faces of darkness. They were highlighting that because they were talking about, you know, how things changed and how the movie did and whatever, and transitioning from the movie to the transformers 86 miniseries is what they originally called it. And they said miniseries day one, two, three, and four by Flint Dilly. So and they have dialogue scripts here, and it's just so fun and and interesting and, and awesome. And then on mm, recently, this is reported April 6th of 2022, so about a week ago, the voice of Hungar and Mindwipe and Fortress Maximus and Scorponok from G1, Stephen Keener, has passed away. And the link uh, that TFW has, they have an embedded video from TFCon showing him talking about his various roles. So I will probably embed that into this post for us. And you know what? We we know we're not all going to be here. You know what I mean? At some yep. point, we we all have our time. It's just... I feel because we've been doing this for 14, 15, 16 years, whatever it is, like I wanted to try my best to be for us to be able to talk to as many of these people as we can. And they just, you know, things happen and life happens and it just sucks. And may we go back and, and remember the man for the voices that he did. The fact that like, I didn't even like, I remember his name, but I didn't really realize his name was um, was associated with that he did my, the voice of Mindwipe because I remember Mindwipe and Rebirth, and I'm like, oh, that's so cool! I love that voice. <laughs> well, he did good, and he also was in the whole three part Rebirth, like because I don't think any <laughs> of those characters were really around before that. No, they weren't. So yeah, absolutely, he he will be missed. And then the last bit of news is comic news. It's just the Transformers Last Bot Standing, Allison, Sidven Blue, and Stafford issue number two cover artwork. Eventually we will cover the Last Bot Standing whenever it finally finishes. I think my favorite is the, what I assume is a Rodimus cover? That that middle one, I think that's Rodimus. I don't know. Yeah, the first be. one is Rodimus on like a metal horse. Yep. Second one is Rodimus. Yeah. And then th- okay. Yeah. So it is Rodimus. So yeah, he is the last bot. I don't know if he is the last bot. Well, what's I'm funny sure. is even in the the technically in the Beast Wars universe, as far as like the uh, uh, the Beast Wars or what was it called? It was the Botcon like types comics. Yep. I, Unlimited or something. I don't. I don't know. Universe. Yeah. The universe. Yep. Comics. Yep. Yep. He was technically the last Autobot. And he was still around, like through Beast right. Machines. Yeah. But he'd done the the down the upgrade basically to downgrade his 
size to be the size of the Maximals and Predacons, but he stayed in Autobot. Wow. Very cool. Very cool. Yes. Between Steve and myself, we have a lot of plans for all things Transformers this year, the summer blockbuster that I'll be doing. And then Steve wants to do some other stuff with some Beast Wars stuff that we will tell you about much later because we have to plan that out first. But again, it's even though I'm not buying a lot of the toys that are, you know, that we've talked about kind of thing, I still love seeing them. I still love giving my opinion about whether I like or dislike them. And most of the stuff I absolutely enjoy. I think it's great. I think it's great for the people that want to get it. It's awesome. You know, so. Was there anything else you wanted to bring up, sir? I don't think so. I think we kind of covered everything. Alrighty then. Thank you for joining us here on All Things Transformers. If you'd like to get in contact with us or leave feedback for the show, there are several ways to do so. Visit the website, geekcastradio.com, where you can listen to and comment on all of our content. Send any email to feedback at geekcastradio.com. Here are all the ways you can listen to us nowadays. Apple and Google Podcasts, leave us reviews, please. Spotify, where you can also give us star ratings. And any other podcatching client you choose to use. Follow us on Twitter at Geekcast Radio for the network at all things TFV3 for the show. I am at TFG and Mike. What is your Twitter? At SCP21. Become a fan on Facebook at facebook.com slash Geekcast Radio Network. You can also search out all things Transformers over there as well. Next time, I actually know what I'm doing next time. <laughs> so, this is episode 273. I wanted us to get this episode out before the next one because uh, of how timely the news is with the fan first Tuesday and whatever else. But I have already recorded with David Paul Wallace, a.k.a. Kal-El Prime, used to run Moonbase 2 podcast and all that good stuff. And it has been nine years since he and I talked. So to catch him up, I did my whole unintelligible stream of consciousness of all the events that have happened to me in the last night, like, you know, everything. He's like, oh, wow, that's a lot, mate. And I'm like, yep. So we have an All Things Transformers Origins episode coming soon with him. Very, very awesome and fun. I had originally done a a comic book origin episode with him over on the pull bag nine years ago. So, so yeah, we've got that coming up. And then, like I said, the summer blockbuster with the live action movie coverage that we'll do and whatever other beastly plans that we have. Yep. For now, I am TFG and Mike with Steve Megatron. Transform and transcend with us here on all things Transformers. Greetings. I am Optimus Prime. Hear this message. Decepticons detected. Come to my aid, Autobots. Backup has arrived. Let's go. Fully equip your auto-converting Optimus Prime robot by Robosyn with the world's first auto-converting trailer and roller set. Weaponize and mobilize. Extending the authentic original G1 Transformers design. This new trailer measures an impressive three feet in length. Unleash the power! True to form, there is more than meets the eye as the trailer auto converts into battle mode, exposing its massive firepower. Stationed within the combat deck, the fully controllable roller awaits your command to explore with human sidekick Spike to engage the enemy. And the rescue station! Seamlessly connect Optimus Prime and the trailer. Control via app or your voice for immersive actions and sequences and enjoy an ever-growing download center within the app. Incoming Decepticon, prepare for battle. Engineered with 18 servo motors, assembled from premium materials, the authentically styled limited edition flagship trailer completes the collector's edition Optimus Prime, pairing together to create the most premium interactive set available anywhere. It's time to finish this. Backup is here. Optimus Prime robot and trailer each sold separately. (laughs) Yes.
I wish to speak to my lawyer.